Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And step back to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster, he putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation, we running the town. Yeah, it's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. Hey, welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast, where we are the voice of the professional fan. We are here every week starting at 8.30 p.m. on Sundays. We're a little bit late today, but thank you for sticking around. As usual, I'm joined here by my guy, Money Mike, on the right. How are you? Man, I'm good, man. We got a whole lot of stuff to talk about. I'm excited, man. I got the man in person. He can't get away in five minutes. This today. Uh, <laughs> as you see, we have a guest in studio. We got our guy Marco Nunez here with us right. in studio to say hello. As always, we got Stat Pat to my left. Yes, Stat, how you feeling? I'm doing good, man. You got right, some things you said you wanted to talk about. Yeah, today. man. You know, I'm right. probably I'm probably roughing some feathers. All right, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right, guys. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for enjoying our brand new studio again. Everything just keeps getting better. Uh, we are here. This is all star weekend of course and that is super exciting if you're into that uh money mike what do you think about the all-star game <laughs> was it exciting or how about let's start with all-star saturday night okay all-star saturday night was the worst thing Bro. that i ever saw in my life. unexciting Bro. look here, here's the thing i i i watched i literally watched the whole thing and it's you know it's five hours it, yeah. it's, it's not um like a like a movie, you know, it's five hours I watched. And the most entertaining people on there were the actually the commentators. I'm laughing at Reggie and all them. And not and nothing I'm watching at all is entertaining. And and I'm just I, I'm full just disclosure, I didn't watch it all because I was completely Man, listen, uninterested. You didn't miss anything. I you know you know what I decided? I said, because I'll ask myself, why am I watching this? Right. And my answer to myself was you're watching it because of tradition. That's okay. that was the only it. reason why I, I was watching it. But isn't that also why it, it's not as exciting because it doesn't keep up with the tradition? Yes. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. um, so it's also the disappointing part. It, it, it is because, you know, you're, you're you're just you're just sitting there and, you know, all stars supposed to be about all stars. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I I'm watching the three point contest and I'm like, dude, I remember when it was Larry Bird going going against right. you know what Historic, I mean? Historic, just icon. Like, you know, it can't but, always be like that. Uh we'll get yeah, back to that oh really gosh, quick. But right. as usual, of course, if you watch or listen to the Profanity Nation podcast, then you know we always start our show with a segment with Marco Nunez. Money Mike and Marco Nunez talk about some injuries here. Uh, but this time we've got Marco in studio for the whole show, Money. Right. Marco. More like Marco. Five minutes. Oh, no. Five, hey, five. I got you. Man, how the hell do you sprain the mid part of your foot? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, help me understand this. Like, hang you got to. Hang on. I'm going to interrupt there. I'm going to read off a list. Okay. We're going to go and one by one. We're gonna, I'm going to read off a list here. And what I'd like to know is who this list is describing and in what amount of time. Okay. And how long? Achilles tendonitis, calf strain, grade two, hyperextended knee groin strain, MCL strain, grade two, thumb strain, right ankle sprain, high, mid ankle? Mid no, foot. no, this is mid foot. Mid foot. Okay. Right, what the hell? Who, but... who do you think this is? We already know. Bro, I mean, this, that sounds like Mr. Glass. Okay. Mr. In, in how much time? This how season. Much time? That is all this season. And so look, you're lying. That is all this season. That's, that's all this season? That's all this season. And, and, Seven major and Marco, Marco. Just this season. Woo! Marco, why, listen. We're in trouble. Here, 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 here's the problem with that, though. <laughs> here's the trouble. problem with that. Literally, his average time of recovery is four weeks. Pretty like, much. that's his average. He takes both off. Right. Like, he comes in. How many games do you play? Like, three? And then look, he plays. He plays hot two weeks. He plays two games, and we're like, "Oh my god, that dude is amazing!" Like, how does this dude attract injuries? Thoughts. Thoughts. How do you? How do you? How do you? I mean, no, no, no. Okay, help me out. You here, right? You here? All right. So this is my mid foot. How do I sprain this? Correct. So the mid foot here, like you mentioned, here's the forefoot, the behind foot, and the mid foot. So when he rolled his ankle. All the all the bones in here are going to kind of be moving in, in so so part. So there's you have ligaments in here at the same time. So that's how they rolled it. Now it's a little surprising to me because the way I think I saw it, it, it was a full inversion. 
So most of the times you're going to sprain the latter Ladder. aspect, which is the calcaneofibular ligament here, or what's referred to the ATF ligament. I think I initially heard that he might have had suspected that they had a, a high ankle sprain. That's what I heard, uh -huh. um, but that's what I read. But when I looked at the video, it didn't seem like it was a high ankle sprain. So I can kind of see the midfoot, but I'm surprised they didn't refer to the uh, – definitely had to do something to the calcaneofibular ligament and the ATF ligament, the so one outside type of thing. Because when I saw it, I think if what I remember, the bone, the outside bone pretty much touched. Yeah, oh, yeah, it, it rolled. Yeah. It, rolled. It, rolled. It, rolled. It, it was like – it's yeah. okay, so – Let's just put it this way. I mean, let's let's put this out there. Sorry. He's supposed to be out for that long based upon what we saw all on tape. Yep. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, Phil, yeah. I'm, just saying, I'm old school's tape. But I'm just saying, it's just his, because his ankle almost felt like it touched the ground. Like, it almost right. touched the floor. Like, it was really rolled over. Um, At this point in time, I know he loves Mamba. I know he does. But you got to get some high tops, brother. Like, you is at this That's point. We're too. at this point now, dude. Like, I'm going to take the keys. The like, you top. know, there's a drunk driver. Like, you got to take the keys away from some people. Yeah, yeah. Stop hurting you yourself. need to go ahead. Stop hurting yourself, dude. When you, it could be prevented. Hey, so, so let me ask you. Okay, cool. High tops. They, they had that's like a, that's a great back, question for Marco. And I'm asking, I'm asking him in this yeah. way. So back in the day, they had these Reebok pumps. You know, when they actually put the, those when they, they put tight, they, they put the air in 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 the in the Reeboks. And you know, I remember I had them, and I had some friends. They were racing to figure out which one get tighter. If he had some Reebok pumps, would yeah. the, would, the, would that have helped yeah. his ankle? You know what? I, I got to go double check, but I thought I had recently read a research article where they did uh, they did that on on that where they 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 researched whether having high High tops or low tops have actually mm -hmm. helped prevent ankle sprains. And if I'm not mistaken, but don't quote me on this, I got to get the rich part, uh, article is I think it did not make a difference on ankle sprains, whether you had high tops or low tops type of thing. So it comes more to rehab and strengthening like the uh, the glute muscles and stuff like that. Now, when it comes to some of these injuries, and this is kind of the list that you gave out to as at the attorney sports medicine, we look at two things primarily first. We look at whether whether they're all contact injuries or non-contact injuries. Contact injuries, let's say if he lands and he lands somebody's foot, mm -hmm. no matter what you do, no matter yeah. how much rehab you do, right. it's gonna roll. Now, if you if, if you're if you have good stability in your ankle and your glute, it may it may decrease it from like a third degree to a first degree, and you might come back a little quicker. That might help, but you're still it's gonna still roll. Still gonna get an injury. Some of these cases, if it's a non-contact, prime example, uh Super Bowl, Odell Beckham. Right, yeah. you were just on boom, and ligament kind of went. So one of the issues, and it was the same knee as before. So a lot of people are talking. Okay, well, what happened there? Well, what was going on with the, with the graph? Why did the what the ligament ligament go out again? Type of thing. Yeah. Um. So in these cases, these are non-contact issues. So it's one of those things where you're trying to find out. Okay, what is going on within this body? What weakness does he have? What areas do they need to kind of focus on to try to kind of strengthen? So that's where you kind of will look first: contact versus non-contact. I think the list that you mentioned, there seem to be a lot of non-contact <laughs> injuries in there. So it's like. Uh, <laughs> Does, oh, does, so, does the so athletic director get All Star Week off, or is he working really hard? Oh, right now they're working nonstop. Yeah, they're working yeah, hard on, yeah. on everything, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, 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 who's wrapping this dude's ankle? Like, you know, how is that tape working? Like, is there a different brand of tape that we you can know use? What? Is it wrapped much like a boxer would wrap his wrist? Is that a specific thing? Do they wrap it all, or no, not anymore? They do. So, so there's different ways you can you, you can tape the ankle type of thing, especially and you know some players don't like tape, some people players don't like a tape. Again, there's also let me guess. He don't like the tape. <laughs> you know he don't like the tape. You already know he doesn't like the tape. When it comes to basketball players, you, do, you know, and, and let's say football players, right? Uh, the way you you tape a football player's ankle, especially like alignment, it's a little different than oh, a yeah. basketball player because a basketball player wants to have a little bit of range of motion. Right. They want to be able to move. It's not kind of that stiff. Same thing in football. The way you tape an offensive lineman or defensive lineman, you're not going to tape a running right. back or a wide receiver because exactly. they need to be moved around. You got to give them a little bit of a flexibility type of thing on that part. Right. So yeah, it, it's a compromise kind of give and take. Yes, you want to tape it to give it support, but you don't want to lose any of that range yeah. of motion for the for the athlete. So it's like you got to figure things out. It's just a balance. Yeah. It's normal. Right? It doesn't make no sense. Okay, um, what do we make of just so many injuries? What do we make of that? I mean, I, I, again, we've said this. Really, it's been ridiculous because we've said this week after week after mm -hmm. week after week. Um, a duck a duck. You just. Call a duck a duck. It just is what it is. I mean, we are right as fans to expect it. We are right as fans to want AD wrapped in bubble wrap. Every right. time he goes out on the court, you hear it. Oh, I hope he's wrapped. I mean, technically, we're right about that. I mean, you want to put him out there with the Rams helmet and uh, some. Yes. I mean, yes. yes. At least, at least I mean, some kickers yes. pads, right? We could. At I least mean, some kickers pads. At least, you know, he can still move around. I mean, yeah, there's not I, much I'm just trying to figure out, like, how does this guy find the ankles? You know what I mean? That he's landing on. Like, you know, because it's. Luck. It's. Bad luck. 
Dude, like, I don't, I mean, he's really in, is doing, like, basketball moves. He just happens to find, you know, the knee that he landed on. Or mm-hmm. people just happen to land, you know, roll on him. Like, that. What, like, look, what was that game that he got hurt and he went out and he came back? And then they <laughs> and yeah, he straightened his knee. Yeah. I was like, dude, Wait, okay, look, this I, I was like, I literally was like, why are you coming back? Can you just can you just, just just stay out this game? You know, I'm happy that you want to come back. Right. But the fact that you want to come back, you know, it, it, is admirable. But just stay like, out. What did you say? It was a mid foot sprain. How painful is that? He's used to it now. I mean, how painful is that? His pain threshold should be beyond the roof. Yeah, like he already know what it feel like. Why? Either that or his pain medication threshold is through the roof. Man, look. So I mean, it's it's very uncomfortable as far as when you sprain the ligament type of thing, especially depending on what ligament you're doing in the in the midfoot. And one of the areas about the midfoot is that if every time you step, the you you know you have an arch in your foot, so every time you step your foot kind of goes in a little bit. So those ligaments and those tendons have to kind of support type of thing. So every time you're stepping, you want to maintain that support on that part. So, yeah, so um, I'm sure he has some kind of insole in there to give him some support. I haven't seen him yet. You know, if he's in a boot, um, I'll be surprised if they put him in a boot. No, I've seen any picture of him. No, not yet. Okay, but at this time, he has to understand for himself. I mean, you you could dance around the, 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 I guess, the issue of him being injury prone or not. But he has to now know he's injury prone. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, I know everyone hates to put that word or a label on a person, but let's call a duck a duck. At this point in time, you came with the label injury prone. Mm -hmm. We had to see it on our time Mm -hmm. for us to even say, because before it was like, ah, that's just in the past. Like, he's he should be, he gives a couple of years. He's matured, he's stronger. He'd be good. (laughs) Since he got here, he has always been hurt. So at this point in time, I'm going to use my uneducated, you know, opinion and say your man's injury prone. And this will continue. I don't have any faith that he's going to come back healthy and give me a full 82 games next year. It's more likely he's going to take a month off again for some reason. Yeah, you're like, not gonna get. It's gonna be something. So it doesn't have to be. It could be the hand. It could be the arm. It could be the shoulder. It could be the neck. It could be back. It could be anything. It's gonna be something. They're gonna put him on the shelf four to six weeks. And I'm at this point. I'm like, I can't. I can't rest the hopes of the whole franchise and the brand on someone that I can't depend on when I need them to play games. We're in the crunch right now. We need him on the court. So I have a better question. We 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 all saw Steph Curry having a whole lot of ankle injuries, like what was it, three years? Right. He started his career, and, and everybody was kind of talking about. That's why he didn't about, make the big money to start. Yeah, talking right. about how Positive. he, you know, uh, was injury prone and all right. that stuff. Right. You know, and then all of a sudden, this dude's been good. He's been playing like you know, <laughs> what happened? I mean, do we do we know? I mean, I'm just Correct. asking, like, no. what happened? How did? How did he stop having injuries? Should AD call Steph and ask him what he did? So, I mean, I, I, I've never worked with Golden State Warriors. I've never worked with Steph Curry. I was never kind of in, in the room, so to speak, when they were rehabbing, stuff like that. For, but from my understanding, from what I've read and what I've seen, is that same kind of concept where it wasn't the ankle itself, but it was more of his stability issues type of thing. Okay. It's not something that the strength, but kind of regaining stability in, in the knee, in the ankle, and kind of strengthening the glutes and kind of working from like what referred to as the kinetic chain from here all the way down. And I think that's one of the issues that maybe perhaps uh, AD has is that he has very poor stability in, in the area, whether it's coming from the hips, whether it's coming from the knee, whether it's coming from the ankle. And that's the thing about it is that as a sports medicine staff, their job or any team's job is to try to identify the, the weaknesses, so to speak, those right. weak link areas in, in an athlete and kind of focus and, and strengthen. And I think that was one of the issues from what I remember or reading with Steph Curry is that that was one of his big issues. And once they, they found it and once they focused on those areas and they strengthened those areas, I know he continues to strengthen those areas. Then that's why he has he he's, hasn't had a lot of ankle issues. Now, does it mean he's never going to have ankle issue? Yeah, he'll have ankle issues here, but at least they, they, they've kind of. So I sound like but, a genius, right? No, because, no, but wait, wait, wait. That's uh, apples and oranges, though, right? Because you're dealing with body no, frame no, A. No, it's not apple. Body frame B. No. Does no. that apply? You have point guard body frame, and then you have center you know, large body frame. I mean, so yes, to some extent it, it does affect it because now you have a player that's inside the paint. So there's more body, there's more banging, there's more going on. So yes, to some extent it, it does affect or, or, or associate with that area, um, but not completely. Okay. 
um, you know, once you, you evaluate an athlete, you do do a screening, kind of identify these weaknesses. That's your job is to kind of address it, strengthen it, and create some stability and strengthen the in the nearest. Try to re now again, your goal is to reduce the risk of injury. You're you can't remove it. Yeah, you're never going to eliminate it. You cannot predict it, but just decrease the risk of injury. So you guys do recall at the beginning of the season. Marco, I asked you about this dude getting married like right before the season, and I, and, you know, y'all, y'all do remember. I like yeah. shouldn't there have been a time that yeah, he should, he should have been on his stability, his temp, his stability, <laughs> and work out like you know, exactly two weeks before, before like he, he had a full three months off, whatever, maybe four months because we got eliminated. Yeah, yeah I got immediately early. get married then. You know, take two weeks off, get married, and then work on your strength and conditioning. And remember, I said he shouldn't be trying to go and ha have honeymoons right before the, the season started. I think I have a whole lot of validity right now. Uh, I doubt that that one week or two weeks took away from and made that much of a difference. But I understand what you're saying. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but I really don't think it made that much of a difference. Well, um, but here's the thing. To yeah. the point, we we saw Julius Wendell, Randall did an amazing offseason where he he was hurt, and then they and they the Magic and Palinka. Was talking to him, they told him, "Hey, they want him to get him in better shape." You saw the work that he put in, and he played amazingly. And he never, he didn't even get hurt. Right. He averaged a double double that whole season and did not get hurt right. because he put that work in. And if this dude's over there going to the hookah bar and hanging out and chilling and not putting the work in, I don't want him. Dude, he's literally skipping leg day. Yeah, I mean, but man said like what he said about Marco when you talk about the glutes and everything, like. I doubt he works glutes. I mean, I mean, I mean, he might work them out, but to the point where he needs to be stable. Like, there's a lot of leg injuries you were talking about, like on that list. There's a lot right. of leg injuries. So if we're saying that there's a this chain of things we need to work on to make sure that we get some, you know, you know how people always say like you got to work core and all the other stuff. Yep. Yeah, for them, but I guess pain, work your abs, work you your know, work your legs or work those muscles. And I, hey, like I don't know what his routine is, so I'm just speculating. But at the same time, it's like. I look, I see a lot of leg injuries, and I've seen that, like Mike was saying, he's not really, is he really putting in the work? I don't see that. I, I, I don't, don't see so. the dude. I saw last year we gave him this, you know, the, the pass that, you know, it was a short up, off season, and it was a short off season, and so he could get into real, in real shape. Man was out of shape. We saw that. We saw it literally on the court. This is year, he making the right assessment? That because the I'm, injuries I'm not, I'm are continuing, <laughs> I can um, tell you that. that maybe that means he didn't put in the work, or could he be putting in the work and it just it, it could have been worse if he didn't? Meaning, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So we we look like I say we look at both contact and non-contact injury. Contact injury cannot prevent. Like for right. example, with LeBron, uh, uh, was it last year when he had the high sprain? The guy, yeah, the guy rolled on his leg. Uh, AD this this year with the MCL sprain, the guy rolled his knee. You can't really, yeah, prevent yeah, this yeah. Can happen. What you look at is kind of like the non-contact and those chronic issues of patella tendonitis, all those issues that, that are slowly developing. Those are the ones that, um, you know, when, when a player has a patella tendonitis issue, it, the, the, the tendonitis is not the, the issue. That's a result of something else that's going on. So it's being able to identify what areas of weaknesses because the, the, the tendonitis is just the result of something else, and that's where you got to find out. Type of thing. Okay. That's where you got to put in the work to try to kind of prevent and reduce those issues, kind of like the chronic ones. It may be too hard on him, you know. It's you know, I guess I'm just talking pretty much out of frustration. Um, like I said, I don't know his pain and what he's dealing with. Right. I mean, obviously he's a professional athlete, and if anybody wants to go to the court and contribute, it's going to be him first and foremost. Um, that being said, though, um, like you know, they said on the show before, I, I mean, uh, Andrea said before, the best ability is availability, and so we're talking about going deep runs into the playoffs. We need somebody that, because honestly, as a Laker fan, I've never had any see a, one of our superstars have chronic injuries. We might see them have like a lot of other people on the team have chronic injuries. Yeah, but Shaq or Kobe or Magic or Kareem or like you know any of these foundational pieces like you know Powell or you know Lamar, like they were not hurt all the time, so we were able to rely and you know depend on them and and everybody else they would be able to pick up the slack when he's out of the lineup and we have a westbrook that's not at his best right now it puts a lot of pressure on lebron at the same time it also does not help that we don't have another 25 point score that's consistent to doing it over in you know night in and night out and so that's where i'm at right now i'm kind of like frustrated because 
I don't know how do we if LeBron does go, we're gonna talk about that. I mean, we can talk uh, about that right now, man. Uh, this dude, LeBron. Can I can I get on LeBron, man, a little bit? Okay, go ahead. I know you've been been just man, waiting. I, I gotta get on LeBron for a couple things, man. First of all, you know, there was an amazing celebration. I just want to say this real quick before Mike uh sorry, uh sorry all Laker fans because it's a PSA. It's, no, okay, wait, wait. Not, not, not about you though, because I'm gonna tag team. Just gonna okay, be oh, okay. okay. Gonna so wait a minute, because I, I, <laughs> it's about to get you know, we, we got club I was listening to, so I'm, I'm gonna yeah. ask you. Well, yeah. So look, look, did y'all see like sorry. you know on, on Wednesday, you know, there was a Ram celebration? And why is LeBron wow. over there trying to piggyback on somebody else? Right, you know, celebration. Like I, I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? First of all, look, I get it. You know, let's let's let I look at it like this. I got two daughters, right? Let's say it's COVID and school is shut down, and they they now have opportunity to walk the stage, right? But my my now this one graduated, right? Now my other one is two years later. She <laughs> goes to graduate. My first daughter can't go to my other daughter graduation to try to get acknowledgement. I mean, like it's over. You know, you know. Do you know how my first daughter gets uh, gets the uh, uh, Walter stage? She has to graduate from college. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So my whole thing with LeBron is, dog, you want a parade? You know, the parade didn't happen. We sad about it. You want a parade? Win again. Win again. We gonna give you a parade. Win again. We are gonna give you a parade. Like yes. so, and we'll show up. Yeah. Yeah. Am I ridiculous for saying? No, no, no. Hell no. Because yeah. I'm gonna yeah. go go with you on that because. It's almost as if he's like he felt. I'm gonna I'm put it out there. He felt like he was begging, and I don't like that because <laughs> the Lakers are not that franchise that we have to beg somebody else to go ahead and be on somebody else's parade. We do the parades. These other guys ain't never had no parades. Like the Dodgers ain't probably had a parade since '88. The um the Rams ain't never had no parade. The Lakers always having parades. So for the fact that we have to now, as a Laker, be like, well, I know we kind of done. We like you said, your, your analogy. I can't even put. I mean, that was the best analogy that I've heard about the whole situation. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. That was like pinpoint accurate, and I just felt like you better than that. Win the championship again. You get your you get your parade when you win your championship. It sucks that everything happened. Everything like you said, everything sucks. There's people, there's students that never have prom. Right. There's, there's, I mean, you think about this, uh, the, the uh, a senior in high school in 2020. He didn't go to prom. He didn't walk. And first year of going to college is all messed up. That's a big monumental. And I'm not. That person probably wants to go to a Lakers you parade. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he's not going to be I want to go to a Lakers parade. I want to go to a Lakers parade. I don't what, know. What you, guys like? go, you guys want to go to a Lakers parade? What does it look like taking a shine away from a team Let, that never let's done Let's go to Clubhouse and yeah, see if hey, anyone Clubhouse. has any opinions you, on What do you guys think about what we're saying about LeBron uh, asking for a parade? Piggybacking on the Rams there. Blink, go ahead, blink your mic. And hey, don't leave out the Dodgers. Dodgers asked for it too, though. Dodgers asked for it too. Dodgers asked for it too. I'm not going to put Go ahead, Chris. for it too. Go ahead, Christian. Yeah, man. Um, you know, a part of me I feel the same from LeBron. You know, he, you know, we never got that parade. You know, we deserved it. We didn't get it. Um, a lot of people, you know, shame our bold title and everything like that. But I also agree with you, Mike. Um, yeah, you can't go and try to like um, bombard somebody else's parade, man. That's just not cool. I mean, he kind of messed up for that. Um, and then parade then he invited like the the he invited the Dodgers for um to it as well, right? Yeah. yeah, but you know what though? He started it though. Like you know, he he was yeah, the he, first one, yeah. and then he was trying to bring the Dodgers. Sounds kind of preschool. I mean, it just it's yeah, it's both of them though. So, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the Dodgers, a whole entity. They're a whole like their own thing. Like you know, it's they. I don't think they're influenced. Yeah, baseball's a whole other sport. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't think they're their own other sport. So and I mean, the, the Lakers are a whole other sport. So that's why it just felt like uh. Anyway, was there any Dodgers? No Dodgers won. No, okay. no. No, they, but they, I mean, the, the, it was like, uh, uh, like a tweet that the Dodgers had asked. For, like, yeah, but like, I mean, no, this should have brought it but up. But here's else. the thing: this literally was a tweet within an hour of winning the yeah. uh, of them winning the yeah. Super Bowl. Like, yeah, they, LeBron. He so was this, still at SoFi. Yeah, right. <laughs> he tweeting. was still at SoFi tweeting, tweeting about how tweeting about the Lakers jump on that parade. Yeah, I'm like, how ridiculous is this? Dude? I don't know. You know what, guys? Uh, Genie Bus. Uh, said we'd get our parade. Of course, it hasn't happened. That's okay. We understand she would have. So, uh, you know what? I'm kind of on it. I, I don't. It's not that bad. But I, I would like him to be looking forward instead of no, looking oh, back. Speaking of that, he is looking forward. 
You know, talk about it. Here we go. <laughs> you know, this dude Perfect over segue, there, right? Yeah, this dude over there talking about, yeah, when his son made the league, he going over to play with whatever team that drafts him. He ain't talking about nothing about winning a championship. He, he ain't talking about winning next year. Next he literally oh, is looking forward to the uh, to the point where his son is Post able to Lakers. play the league. All right. He's looking towards post-Laker career. Should we start looking towards post-LeBron? I think it's time, guys. Uh, absolutely. I think it's time. Well, All right? Well, for I mean, sure. That's the way, and I don't mean we kick him out, we write, but it's time to start getting some players that are going to build a team, build some sort of personality, some character, something. Yeah, because here's the thing. First of all, let me just say this. I want to go on record. This is the reason why he does not deserve to have his number retired because he never was a really Laker. He never was. And you How do you see feel, that. Pat? You, you see that. About that. Um, it's kind of hard to erase him from the Laker book, though. No, I, it, it's so, cool. So he and, was on and, our team. And, and everybody, I mean, if we're just going based upon, you know, the precedents that have been, that have been set, if you win a championship and you're MVP of the finals, your name no, and you don't deserve it. Wait, I'm, not, I'm asking. I'm not. But see, those are two different points. You're saying one is deserving and one is going to happen. See, deserving. I understand where you're coming from because he didn't have. You don't feel that he's a Laker through and through. But at the same time, you can't just sit there and just deny the fact that he did what he did, and he walks into thing. I mean, he walks into crypto, whatever it's called now, and he looks at the banner. That he literally helped put on the wall, but his jersey isn't on the wall. It doesn't make sense, bro. I'm it's just letting really you know. It doesn't very make little sense reason to even discuss it because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. No. Just as Kobe got okay. two numbers up there and that was like, what? We doing that? Then, yes, we're going to go ahead and put his number up on the wall. Mark, I'm, I know you can't speak a whole lot of stuff, but do you think, your opinion, if you can give it, do you think that he deserved to have his number retired? I mean, when you compare it to Kobe, you can't really compare it to Kobe. Kobe right. you, Nobody he does deserves that. that 8 to a 24. Of course. No, I, I can't find anybody that's going to disagree with you. Right. Part. Um, LJ, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, and I agree with you as far as does he deserve it or is he going to get it? Yeah, I think he's going to get it because he, he put up the banner. Does he deserve it? No. That I don't know. I mean, that's where we're, that's the crux of it, though. That's where we're, that's where we're at here, you know? About being that, does he deserve it? I don't know if he deserve it. I mean, I don't even know if he doesn't deserve okay, it. Okay, cool. Did he actually but, did win the championship? Yes. Did yeah. he actually win MVP? Yes. So when we're saying, does he deserve it or not? I mean, he actually earned it. Correct. Now, there, there's like another player that pops in my head that a lot of people don't think about it, and he's out there, and he's won five championships, five five championships with the Lakers. I don't know. Can you guys think of it? It was a point guard. Mm-hmm. Oh, Derek Fish? Fisher. Derek Fish. Fisher. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. His, his jersey is up there retired, but yet he was with them five championships. Yep. But then but the criteria is also, yes. but the criteria also in addition to the championships and all that is Hall of Fame. Okay, career. cool, cool. So that is the criteria. Okay, that's that's why involved. we're not the Celtics. Okay, so let me, we don't have okay. double numbers being you know retired and everything. Okay, so let's ask you that. Okay, cool. When you when you have to re- when you go into the Hall of Fame, uh, you have to go in the Hall of Fame as on a team. A team. He's so not going in as a Laker. That's he's good. not going in he's as a Laker. As, so, therefore, we do not have any obligation to retire his number. Okay. We know not, no obligation. We know he's not going in as a Laker. Miami Heat. He, he should go in as a Heat. Let me, he's, let he's probably, he's probably going to go wait, in as a, as a Cleveland Cavalier. He should go as a Cleveland Cavalier. Let me post this question. I'd really like to know, and we can look back. And, Marco, you could actually answer this. And bleak your mic. And Clubhouse listen really good. Okay. Flash all the way back to 2004. Had we beat Detroit? Would Carl Malone and Gary Payton deserve to have their nope. numbers no. retired if that was no. their only title? No. With us? No. Well, no. they were great. They're icons. They're Hall okay. of Famers. Okay. They won a title okay. for the Lakers with the Lakers. Do What's they the deserve difference? to be on the wall? What is not even? I won't even say the subtle difference because they. they I'm not going to say the subtle the difference. Crew. I'm just telling you. Like, you know, you, you know what it is. They're if they're not the first option, they're not the second option. They're the third and the fourth option on that team. On that team, that okay. 2014. When we're talking about the 2020 team that won the championship, who was the first option? We're going to say AD? Okay, no, we're no, just being contrarian. No, 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 no. Go ahead and say that. Fine, I'll give you that. Well, who actually was also putting in that work 
just as much. Look, ugly to old. I, you know what? I, that's, even, that's actually a better question, Mike. I appreciate him what being a participant AD? on that team. What about AD? Is AD going to get up there? No, okay, he got hurt too. Is much. AD getting up there? Like he got hurt. That's too. a great question too. Let's go to Clubhouse. Is anyone in Clubhouse? Go ahead and blink your mic. Is AD? We know LeBron's getting up there. Is AD going to get his number retired? As it a better Laker? not be before Paul. Go, go ahead, Ivan. It better not be before Paul. Uh, Saul. That's all I know. As of right now, I'm gonna go with a no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We. we I agree with you. I mean, thinking about him on the wall. Is Paul Gasol the next one up? If he's not getting it, we're doing something wrong. That's being honest. Well, I, mean, I think Jimmy's dead said like next year he's going to be. Yeah, Paul Gasol got to be on the wall, man. If you're yeah. not on the wall, it's like, well, then what are we doing here? Like, you know, and that's just being honest. Look, like like I said, I, I mean, I can argue for and against LeBron. I'm arguing against at the moment right now for AD because AD, look, he had a great run. I, and we all wish for bubble AD, right? That's all we talk about. We bubble AD. Bubble AD. Bubble, bubble AD. We smashing everybody. Like, we got a glimpse. We got like a little glimpse. Got a glimpse of what that looked like. Um, and we still trying to get that back. And hopefully, I'm still not losing hope. I think he can get back there. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping. We've been hoping this whole season for we, a lot wait, of Lakers. Wait, yes. wait, 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 Marco. So let's say uh, um, AD is back. He got four weeks. He's back at Forest Film. Four weeks takes us right into the playoffs. You think he's going to get hurt again? There's a so he, he, when Damn, it comes dude. to sports medicine, the predictor of injury or predicting of someone getting hurt is past past injury. So <laughs> the likelihood of I've been listening again. I've been is, listening is higher. Now here's the other thing about oh it. Also, he said he has so many issues this year that it's almost like a catch up game type of thing. So when you sprain your ankle, you have ankle like any type of ankle sprain. It takes more than four weeks, or even more than six weeks, for you to feel like 100%. In reality, mm-hmm. it can take up to Just six months to about a year to you get to the point like, hey, you know what, my ankle feels really, really good. And I'm like, you know, no issues. So is he going to have a little bit some soreness, some a little bit swelling, some achiness going to the season, you know, into the playoffs? Yeah, he's going to have that. There's yeah. no doubt about it. You're going you're to have that. You can't, you can't say, you know, I feel great. Um, now, will that create a domino effect? Okay, now that he's going to compensate, now he's going to have something with the knee, the tendonite or something. So the likelihood of him having something um, is pretty high. Okay, so let me so let me ask you this though. You know, I, if I take my car to a dealership and you know I'm getting my uh, I'm getting the oil changed, right? Yeah, good, dude. They do a thirty-two the thirty-two point inspection on the rest of the car, right? Nice. So so I know you know I think if they check out the brakes, <laughs> the they check facts. out the they 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 check <laughs> out the cooling, you know, yeah. make sure they check out other parts of the car. Yep. Do, do they do Alice, that? Do they good. do that or uh, when? Thank a player you, get injured, you know, when they know that previous stuff, do they check out other stuff that's not really bothering them per se to see how good that is? So, so usually at, at the beginning of the year, that's when they do like a full physical with an athlete. And they'll, it's it's like a three, four day process. So it's not like, hey, just come in here, uh, move your neck this way, cough to the left type of thing like the old high school traditional way. No, it's, <laughs> they do the, like the million dollar uh, workup on them. They do MRI, CT scans. So one of the jobs as the for the head athletic trainer or whoever's the director of sports medicine is to sit there. And I remember that's what I, I sat there and I looked at all the past histories of, of the athlete's injuries. And then I had a list of each player. So when the player went to physical, hey, this is his history. Let's MRI his knee, MRI his ankle, x-ray, do everything because this is, like I said, the, the number one predictor. That's got to be kind of nice, right? To just have a, just do this, do this, 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 and oh, everything's yeah. kind of, yeah, nice. that that kind of nice, right? <laughs> that, that it is. Like, <laughs> I, I will tell you, I mean, as far as professional athletes, the workup that professional athletes get done, um, I hate to say this, but you're not gonna you're not gonna Second walk into to yeah you're not gonna walk into a doctor's office and get, get the same treatment. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, no, no, you're not gonna go to Kaiser. That. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to call anybody else. Wait a minute, you get great care at Kaiser. Kaiser, if you'd like to sponsor our show, you're great. But it's just not you're not gonna get the care. You're, yeah, there's millions of dollars on the line right. for these players. They're looking at they have it's an investment. They they're yeah yeah. If I sprain my knee and go to Kaiser, yes, I'm out of that office in about 20 minutes <laughs> and how long when they go in get their checkup and have an issue with the knee how on average now, time so the, the different part about it and i hate to say this is that they'll get out in about 20 minutes because they're getting in and out there because it'll be a treatment but within those 20 minutes they're gonna they get a lot of stuff done. Done. Oh, <laughs> they get yeah. the flow so, oh, yeah. so, they, so it's not the nurse yeah. checking you out. Okay. where the athlete will be sitting there you have one you have like four or five doctors checking them out all at the same time oh, okay Doing extras, do everything. So yeah, they they get. I mean, 
it is. It's what it is. Type of thing. You know, it's not like when you buy a car where you just kind of kick the tires. All right, I'll take it. No, it's like you open up the hood, take all the parts, I look at everything, test drive it for a couple, you know, stuff like that. So uh, now you <laughs> said, now you said they do that in the beginning of the season. But to a guy like AD, we need to do that like right, now. right now. Like we know he it, it was perfect. It was it was perfect at the beginning uh, of the season. But like uh, right now, we need to do a whole nother, you know, right, so, so, uh, 32, 32 points. You like you like look, you like I I actually, need to. you know what? I actually think we have a bigger set of worries than that right now. I think we need to worry about whether or not AD is even gonna need to come back. Well, he he's on the contract. If we're even in playoff contention for him to come back, or they just shut him down for the year because we're already out of contention. Yeah, you're right. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, we're at that point. And with no AD and a Russell Westbrook with his lowest 2K rating since his rookie year at 77. He didn't even make the the all-star team. Really? How do you make how, how do you, is that? How do you make forty four million dollars? I mean, here's the thing, here's the question. How do you make forty four million dollars a year? Uh-huh. Be a former MVP and not even make the offer? because you former. That was the biggest part you put there. Former. <laughs> okay. Former. Not <laughs> the same player anymore. And it, that's okay. He's just not, but he's not. Okay. But we need seriously, we need to start worrying about whether or not AD even will need to come back. Like, like four right. weeks from now, it may be, you know what? We had a level shut seed. him down. Yeah, level seed. Yeah, exactly. Shut it down. Not even can't even. Do you play do you make that recommendation? I mean, I mean, and, and what I mean by that is, do you I'm initiate sorry. the conversation? Just one more time for you. My apologies. Oh. Uh, there yeah. you go, yeah. my friend. Okay. So, so, yeah. Yeah. Like, do do you initiate that conversation? So a, a decision like that is not just made by the head of the trainer. Usually it's several people involved. One, obviously, the athlete gets involved in it. Um, the GM gets involved in it. The agent also gets involved in it as far as on that part. Um, to try yeah, to I bet, it. right? <laughs> I mean, they, well, I mean, if we're talking about... If we gonna, is there one way that's another good segue. Can we could talk about that right now? That's a good segue. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm curious. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so, I mean, I, and I, I'll be honest with you. It also depends if it's a, if it's a contract year. If it's yeah, a course. contract year, heavy um, pressure. Yeah, it, the agent will tend to push one way, then the other. The athlete will tend to push, and that's just the, the reality of every type of thing. It's a business, um, correct? It's it's a bit yeah. part. So yeah, so it's uh, it's not just one person making the decision. The coach, the player, the gym, the owner, the agent, um, the the physician, the team doctors also kind of gets involved in that type of thing. And just like you guys mentioned, the reality of it is also is where are you in the playoff hunt? Yes. Um, if you're already officially eliminated, or it's like, hey, you know, we got to win nine of the next 10 games to, in order for you to get in there that's like hey okay what do we do is and you just lost nine of the last 10 <laughs> you're like okay this is yeah. looking good <laughs> sorry i'm just saying you know that's what it is at what point do you say you throw in the towel exactly. get him ready get him straight because in this case like i said all the, those issues of injuries is that yeah he came back from the knee and but most likely right now his that knee is not a hundred percent so now he's got to come back from the ankle He's still going to be treating the knee. He probably still has a little patellar He's always had patellar issues on top of things. So it's more than just one thing that he's going to be dealing with going into it. Now, if they make a run for it, and at that point, yeah, you got to you got to step up. Yeah, yeah. Exhausted, you got to play in there and yeah. you know kind of keep those band aids up there and hold them over until see how far they can go. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm just so you know what I think the common thing of this conversation today is we all everybody has kind of realized we're not going to make the playoffs. Right, so uh, we're not we, going to make we, any waves we, as a currently we might stands, well, that's for sure. We might as well just shut AD down and give him. We'll, we'll definitely wait, wait. know by the so time when, he's when ready it, to come back. We'll know whether or oh, not okay. he's, it's worth cool. bringing so him back. Let's, let's look at it. So uh, the new season starts in October, right? So we shut him down right now, and what is it, February? So that means he eight has months. eight months. Eight, seven. Eight no, months. no, yeah, about seven months to get right. You know, uh, um, now you have him, Marco, doing through the season, working him out, you know, all that stuff. But come May, June, he doesn't have to come back to you. And I'm, and when I mean you, like the athletic trainers Correct. on that. He stuff, works on his own. He, he doesn't have to come back to you on the offseason to strengthen the core. He gets to say, okay, I'm free. He go do whatever he wants to do. And doesn't report back to what. Uh, probably like September. Mm-hmm. Um, how likely do you think that he will probably go through and do all the rehab he needs to do, still go to the facility, still do the workout, 
or does he just goes and says, I'll be back when and get his own help and treatment type. Yeah, so that, that's a difficult part about it, especially now in the NBA over the last couple of years, every every player has a guy that, that they kind of tend to work with type of thing. Um, so are you are, can you force the athlete to stay in house and, and do the rehab there or do the strength? No, you can't because in the opposite, they can go do whatever they want type of thing. So as the director of sports management or the head athletic trainer, your job is to try to find out who they're working with and hopefully communicate with that person as much as you can, um, observe, see what they're doing, be able to provide some input. Um, in most cases, you can. Most most you know people that they work with are are pretty um, uh, what's the word uh, not supportive, cooperative to to be able to do that. And if that's the case, that's great. But even then, unless you're there 24 hours and observing exactly what they're doing, it's very tough to try to see what what they're doing. And when they when they do return, you're kind of like, all right, hopefully you did what you need to do. I'll give you a prime example, and I'm not going to call any athletes out. But back then, we had we had an athlete that needed a lot of work, lower extremity. I remember he went off to work with his own guy. And he came back the next year, and, and upper body he was swole, like you could tell he had, you know, swole up. He worked it. He worked out. So when I was talking to him, I'm like, hey, so what did you do for your legs? Did you do? It's like, no, we didn't really do much legs. I'm like, ah, see, exactly. See, so that's, that's, that's the problem. So, so he did the model workout. Yeah. So he, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I call it the bouncer. Like, okay. You know, then, yeah. Okay. So, so <laughs> he was more looking <laughs> for his, his and, and, shoulders, and, the chest, and, the arms. And that that's why I was going. That was going to actually be like my next question because. Um, do you who initiates that call though? Like, let's say it's July. Hey, you know, Gunner, you know, how's 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 so and so doing? Do, do you do that or does Gunner call you? No, so the, so the, <laughs> whoever the director of sports management for whatever team, that's their job to keep in communication with whoever they're working with. Now, does the other person have to answer the call and return to tell you exactly what what, what they're doing? They don't have to oh, that okay. thing, but that's what I'm saying. You have to kind of play nice. I remember a couple uh, when if this first kind of started. I, th I think it was about, maybe about 15 years ago where everybody started having their own guy. Um, even us with the Lakers, we had to kind of sit down and decide: okay, do we let them in and work with them, or say, you know what, if you, no. you're not allowed to have your own guy? But then it got to the point that we if we do that, we're either going to lose a player, and there was no, you know, no, it was going to be a lose right. lose for everybody. Went in Rome, exactly. So we had to kind of you know work with them. And at the at the end of the day, our goal is try to get the athlete healthy, whether right. they do it, whether we do it. Hopefully, we can work together as a team with whoever they're working with and, and get the athlete as healthy as possible. But, Have you ever had major conflict with a personal trainer for an athlete? Oh, yeah. Oh, it yeah, happens. It, it yeah. Hap oh, yeah. It, ha oh, okay. it, happens, it happens all the time. Um, again. Is it, that with training techniques, what to work out? or Correct. Either the, the philosophy that the, the person has, the techniques that they're trying to use, um, what they're working on. You know, we may say, hey, we need you to focus on this. They may say, no, this per the athlete doesn't need this. I'm focusing on this type of thing. Like, say, prime example, the one I told you, I didn't mention the names, but um, our goal was for them, hey, they need to work on their lower extremity. <laughs> right. And they didn't. And they didn't. Yeah, he came back. Yeah, he came back and I swole up top, but we're like, that's not your issue. You, the bottom is your so issue. You, so you can do more push. Yo, you, got, we, you we still got chicken legs. You still got chicken legs. And then that makes it worse, right? Because it, it's now they're top heavy. Top. Exactly. Carrying more weight and, and they're not even stronger down below to carry. Exactly. So and then let me guess, they got hurt. Okay. <laughs> don't make me don't go don't don't make me no, no, think no, about no, it. I'm like, sorry, like, oh, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Prime example of that would conflict between like the team uh, athletic trainer and a person having their own is Tom Brady. And Tom Brady has had in the past had his own way of doing things mm -hmm. that is not the same as when he was with the Patriots. It was something totally different, you know, um, and it was conflict because he wasn't doing well. You can't really tell Tom Brady what to, what yeah. to do, but it just the team would want Tom Brady to be working on something and he's like I already got my guy so right. I'm going to do what I'm doing just be glad I'm here playing for you guys and mm -hmm. let me go ahead and do my thing and I, I've heard of that more and more often especially with the high profile type athletes yep. uh, because they do have that they put that extra money like you know here LeBron spent a, a million dollars on his body yeah, yeah. you know on his body and yeah, all this sure. other stuff so um you know, so it's 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 kind of hard. I guess your job got to be hard when you you. This is here's what I need you to work on in the summer. 
And then you look back and the guy comes in and you're like, okay, if you would have worked out on what I asked you to, you would look totally different. So when you walk into the door, I already know. <laughs> like, you're not <laughs> listening to what I have to say. Um, but, uh, you know, that's how this high-profile athletes, is, of course, like high-profile athletes have, you know, that kind of the high maintenance. Well, they've know? been they've been right. babied and such since high school, maybe even some of them since junior high. So, you know, it's – it's and, and, and I get it, too, because they're like, no, wait a minute. This got me here. Uh-huh. You know, me going <laughs> off of my instinct and intuition got me to the league, right. and now you're telling me I need to do something different? And that's All hard, right. but – then they realize getting there and friggin' staying yeah, there yeah. are two different things. Exactly. Exactly. So, exactly. So, so let me ask you, you know, you know, and I probably, you can, you don't have to answer. <laughs> you don't. But what would you do with a guy like Zion? Right. Like Zion, mm-hmm. yeah, you right. know, came. Good question. And he decided that, I mean, he, you, he, Zion is a guy that you look at and this is very mean, but he's a guy that you look at like, if he didn't play basketball, he'd be fat. You know what I mean? Like, that's literally my thought about Zion Williams. When he was, like, at you know, in college, I'm like, when he was in Duke, I'm like, oh, yeah, he'd be fat. If he didn't, if he stopped working out, didn't play basketball, that's how he would be. Yeah. And apparently, now he's fat, right? Well, so, heavy. Or heavy. Well, he's got a big uh, He's got a yeah, big bone. He's getting yeah. husky. He, husky. You know, husky. All the beautiful he, words he, my mom he, used to say about me a, when I was young. He has young. a couple more inches on his waist. You yeah. know, I, I would want to say. What? How do you how do you react to a player that you know is not putting in that work? Uh, how frustrating is that? You know when you when you look at it like this, it was just doesn't want to cooperate. And then and 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 how do you respond? I know you can't go to your your boss and be like, I, you know, you're one of our star players on the team. Doesn't you know how do you handle situations like that if you can speak on it? Correct. No, no, I mean the, the the first thing that pops to mind is maturity level. Okay, um, one the player has to be willing to be able to participate and understand. And when you, and that's one of the issues, especially in, in NBA and basketball, that you get these young kids coming out of, out of college that they're not used to one lifting weights, they're not used to work working out, they're used to you know just getting up on their skills. Yeah, but like you said, I the skills will get you to the to the league. But the hard work's gonna keep you there. Type the, which one? <laughs> Ice in my veins. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but like you know, like the saying says, you can lead lead the horse to water, but you can't make him drink, right. so to speak. So yes, it's it's very frustrating to 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 try to kind of get an athlete to kind of work and do what they need to do. But unless you sell them on it, and that's the other thing also as as, as an athlete trainer, director of sports medicine, you know, the, the as they say, you got to know your personnel. Every athlete reacts differently every act you, you know you got to just find out what makes them tick and then approach it that way and appeal to them type of thing and hopefully something clicks in their head and they're willing to go ahead and put in the work yeah yeah yes yeah, that is crazy Ooh. man we got i mean we it's, it's like that's we talk about the most or the most of the show about the injuries i'm thinking like, yeah i know it, it doesn't we, but no, no, we but no, but but no i'm saying no no not, not, that's, that's a great thing but i'm just saying like we have so many issues in lake and land that damn, like yeah, that's the easy one. Like, that was either. Though. What about yeah. this? This this riff you can't get anywhere. But what about this riff between the front office and now Clutch Sports? Talk we about haven't it. even Bring we haven't even really talked about that and how like I've noticed before the Lakers was basically like tight lip you know organization, especially when it comes to like the Woj bomb. Anybody that's out there to know about the Woj bomb, Woj Rojanowski is always the one that's just dropping every. Always, you're always waiting. Always, and now Shams, and Shams, Shams yeah. and now is up there with him now. But you know, Woj was that guy, even when he was in Yahoo. He was that even guy. Shams drops you know? Woj bombs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, so yeah. you know, even though Windhorse got him, this, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Windhorse got uh, uh, Woj this year, Eternal but um, um, but now that. This the trade deadline go went and came and gone, and the Lakers did not attach a first round pick and try to move Westbrook for John Wall. All of a sudden, we started hearing now coming from like people like David Miniman, uh, that you know that you know the the Clutch Sports is not happy with Rob Palenka, and uh, of course now we see that uh, LeBron is on his media you know media blitz talking about other GMs and how they were great. He's not really giving any props to his own GM, so it's definitely something there. Um, but how do you guys feel about that? Because my personal opinion is like I just don't understand why this is always happening 
when I feel there's no accountability. I just don't believe there's accountability being ha- uh, had on Clutch Sports' on be- behalf. And that's where maybe I'm out of bounds of that, taken from a man money. Um, but I really do believe that they have to have some kind of accountability uh, on the state of affairs of what the Lakers are right now. And can't cry and throw your you know your toys out the crib if you don't get what you want because this is the bed you you made you know you made you gotta line it now. Well, you know what though, I I want to add like a little thing to it because you just kind of when you watch and see what's going on, you know we know that you know LeBron was at the Super Bowl game right in a suite, and we also do we also know who he was in that suite with, right? Magic was in that same suite as him, uh-huh. right? So. You know, and Magic was the one that got LeBron. To... Chris Paul's now injured. Oh yeah, Chris Paul's yeah injured. Yeah. Got his sister eight week broke his broke um, his uh, thumb. His right thumb, which yeah. which changed a lot of the stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But if if you if if you look at that, that to me is a very interesting caveat because remember, Magic was the one that was at the front was was sitting out, you know, in front of his house and actually got LeBron to come here and then. Magic was the one that was like, you know what? I'm out. I'm not. I don't want to deal with this whole situation with Palinka. And I mean, you know, I mean, it was very clear what that was. And it seems like Magic and LeBron are still cool, right? So, which means that you know that they've had conversations. And I, I just wonder. And this is all like speculation, but I just wonder if because of that, LeBron is is LeBron lashing out. Because of a conversation you probably had with Magic, you know, because he so you're so you're pulling Magic into this with absolutely no knowledge that he has anything well, to do with it. He hanging with Magic, right? And all of a sudden, this dude <laughs> is like, "Yo, see, Presty." I mean, he named names like that. He said he drafted Westbrook, he drafted Durant, he drafted uh, Kibby, Kibby, whatever. Uh, I can't get the other guy. The Lakers draft has been amazing. Yeah, give me. You know, but he's talking about he has an eye for talent. Like this, I mean, he he's talking about a whole nother GM. You know, and all these types. He did the same thing about Tyron Lue. He said, as a coach, he has no weaknesses. Right. So now, right after they lost to the Clippers, which means what? Which means what? That that he's literally throwing shade at the coach. He's throwing shade at at the at the GM, but he's hanging out. With the with with magic, you know that they're having conversations. They're definitely and, having conversations. And, and you know, magic is probably told them, look, man, this is the reason why I left. And then now LeBron is kind of seeing that. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm just saying I that's my opinion about what's going on. Let me let, let me ask Clubhouse. Let's go to Clubhouse like, really quick. You guys have, have have any thoughts on that? Is anyone there gonna say anything from Clubhouse? Front off got drift between uh, that's the conversation they would have been at. That's the conversation they they would have been at. It wouldn't have taken the Super Bowl to have that conversation. Yeah, well, you know, I think they had a conversation before the Super Bowl. What do you think? They've been in constant contact. Not, I don't even think. I mean, that's been Magic's been gone for what two years. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what, Magic still. Magic, well, Magic's when magic. you say Magic been gone, he. I think he's been gone. He actually, I think been, he did it this time. He hasn't like been with the organization, but Magic has given out tweets and stuff. Always there, and, you know, about the Lakers. About well, Jeannie just things. Jeannie just said on the record that she still is in contact with Magic and asks right. Magic's opinion about things. Right, you know, so, so it's that's what that is. I mean, it's he's not that far. He's always a phone call away. Right. You know what I'm saying? If she needs to go ahead and run something by him, she's not going to be afraid to call Magic. And she not she never got well. This is my opinion, and it, it didn't seem like she got mad. She was like disappointed that she didn't know, but it didn't really seem like she was really. Oh, she's never going to cut. That's like that's her brother, dude. Yeah, that's literally her that's brother. True. That's, that's true. not you know. So I mean, if the way that uh, Jerry uh, um, Jerry Bus adopted pretty much Magic Johnson, yep. And pretty much essentially made her made him family. And so, yes, I mean, she's always going to have that close relationship with Magic. I'm just thinking about what's going on, and I would like to notice the clubhouse. Do we see a power play happening right now with Clutch? Like they were, they were putting the play, they were putting the 
chess pieces on the board and they were making moves before and they were it was all good when you know when they were the pseudo gms and they were all getting all the, the accolades everything they wanted but now that things are going sideways and they're taking a little heat because of their influence and to give out the desired you know results are we seeing now the full press on the laker organization to get the people that they want in and uh you know in those positions like you know coach or or also the this GM. Is, so I would like to ask that to like Clubhouse. Do we see a power play that's actually in play uh with him if anybody's available? Anybody bring a mic if we have a yeah. comment? Do we see a this is what Le, this is what LeBron does when he comes to every franchise. He does. Yeah, I agree. He pulls he 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 takes all the resources and then when it doesn't get when it when it's not good anymore, he ups and leaves. Yep. I'm a real Lakers fan. I wasn't for LeBron coming because I knew this was going to happen. Every team he goes to, there's a motive. We had all these young players up and coming. They knew um, Anthony Davis was going to be up and coming free agent. LeBron was playing good with these young players. The minute he get injured, we go on the losing streak, trade all these young guys. Yeah, look, I agree. I, I was the one that was saying. I was uh, saying, is that, is that money in the clubhouse? No. <laughs> so just like, okay, you know, I mean, I know. Right, look, look, look. That means that, you know, I'm not the only one, right? That I actually, I wasn't because a I was, huge fan look, either because I didn't want to go on the whole retirement, the Kobe retirement thing again at the end of LeBron's career. I was like, I didn't want to go down that hole because if he's here, he's coming at the end. I, I just, I'd, I'd rather. Well, start, he ain't going at the end now. Yeah, well, yeah. So, someone else well, is going to get well, him at well, the maybe, end. maybe, hey. Hey, this dude, may, oh, if he if he goes and decides that he doesn't want to perform, so we can have no one pick to, then I, you talk about me being pissed, <laughs> you know. But I, I I regress. You know, we went when when LeBron got hurt uh, that year, and we had Lonzo. We we were playing five hundred well, basketball. Yeah, if y'all remember? Yeah, you know, and we didn't until Lonzo got hurt. Right. Is when we went down to the toilet. Exactly. And, and and I kept on pointing that out. I said, look, we were still good and he we were maintaining. I'm not saying I didn't we didn't need Le, we didn't need uh LeBron, but I'm saying we we literally was maintaining and playing five hundred ball so LeBron could come up so that way that way we could go move forward. And to me, that showed the value of Lonzo because I felt yes. like Lonzo yes. wasn't at his peak at that moment. I kept on saying Lonzo's like Chris Paul. You know, when Chris Paul came in the first two, three years, he was just he was regular. Then all of a sudden, Chris Paul he became uh, um uh, MVP candidate, you know, yeah. about four or five, six years in the league. And I felt like Lonzo could be that same way, you know. So uh, I definitely don't think that. And you guys remember, I said, look, let's wait a whole nother year. Well, yeah, that's why I was saying that the guy sounded just like you. And yeah, get, yeah. get AD in free or, agency. Or the free agency. Yeah. And, and, and in retrospect, obviously, Last you know, I would look and see that you're right um, about that comment. Um, at the same time, I, mean, I want to also put this in perspective. Like, the Lakers are were the 2020 NBA champions. So I don't want just to lose sight of the fact that we did. There's a lot of franchises with mortgage their future to get one championship. And so, of course, we get ours in bunches, and I know we're spoiled like that. However, we did get a championship. What does it say on that top so, of that shoe right So, there? three in a row. Thank you. So, Thank I mean, but Shaq and Kobe ain't walking through that door. That is so true. There you <laughs> that go. is true. All right, yeah, everybody. So look, I'm not, look, I'm not rocking with that. Man. You're out. You're out. All right. So, everybody, thank you for joining us. If you watch the show always, you know that we close the Profanity Nation show with a segment we call Money Mike's Out of Bounds. Money Mike is going to go ahead and share his thoughts or opinion on a topic, and he just wants to know, is his thoughts in bounds or out of bounds? Money Mike, you got the mind. All right. All right, y'all. First of all, I think I'm going to be 100% on this, okay? Hundred percent. So look, I told y'all earlier that I watched five hours of my life in the most boringest <laughs> All Star game, uh, uh, All Star weekend, Saturday night. Saturday night. It, 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 it was horrible, and I literally was only doing it because of tradition. And I kept in my mind thinking, like, well, damn, do I want to just get rid of this? But, but and my the quick answer is yes. But then you know they're not going to get rid of it. So I'm like, well, how are they going to make it better? Here's the thought that I have. Am I out of bounds to have the fans vote who they want 
to be in a three-point contest and who they want to be in a slam dunk contest. Because what I, I think the biggest problem is we're getting these people I never heard of that's on the bottom of the roster going out there and and doing this stuff that we don't even we only care about the people because we're not invested in the player. So I say one of two things: either get rid of the 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 the, the Saturday night because it ain't even worth it, mm-hmm. or better yet, allow the fans to vote the the people they would like to see in the slam dunk contest and the three point contest. Am I the bounds for setting, for changing the rule to that? So that way it'll be somebody that's vested into it. Well, let Step Hat answer that. My, uh, everybody at Clubhouse, start shaking your mics. If you got something to say, Step Hat, go ahead. Um, real quick, um, I think you're in bounds for that. You're not out of bounds. But um, I, what I do see, the only issue with that is that people are always about, about their branding. And they don't want to get embarrassed. They don't want to take any else. So if you're out there and you are in the slam dunk contest, you gonna gonna be a winner and there's gonna be a loser. Some people don't want to take that L. So you gotta go and get the mm-hmm. best players That's out the there. Problem. Same thing with the three point contest. You were talking about it earlier. Like three point contest used to be the Hawks or anybody that could shoot, anybody was it would be it would be they were like, there. It'd be if you're the top ten in the three point percentage, you were there. You were gonna be there. Mark Price will be there. You know, you will have you know, uh, uh Bird will be there, you know, have Hodges there, you know, all these great shooters. Later, you know, like Elo, all, like all these all, like Pace, like all yeah. these great shooters are going to be there because they want to prove Ray Allen. they are the best. Um at this point, uh Steph don't have anything to prove, so he's not gonna go back there anymore. So it's gonna be hard to go ahead and have the fans Vote on that, and then have those players be like, "Okay, we're going to be on it." Is that just so? Yeah, yeah, but, but I think it, I think we'll put pressure it on would, them to do it. Though. Okay, well, all right, clubhouse, uh, go go ahead, big uh, big head. I hate to say it, but I think LeBron James wants to dunk contest, like three point contest. All the top tier three point shooters eventually compete. Before LeBron James, all the superstar guards are. Like two guards, small forward, competing. He was the first one, and so I'm seeing the, the snowball effect. I'm seeing the snowball effect after that. Hey man, y'all like your style. It's LeBron's fault. Send him a shirt. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, uh, see, I'm gonna have to see you a shirt. Yeah, man. yeah. Be sure to give us yeah, your yeah. information. Dem- Money Mike's gonna send you a shirt. So for Fame Nation followers, I will send you a shirt, man. You, I mean, I, you, you just as good as me, man. Listen, I literally have. If I can't make a show. I'm gonna call you. You up in my place, man. I know. Uh, you guys I are know my opinion is gonna be is gonna be sick. <laughs> Mini Mike and Money Mike. Much, right, much, much love to you, brother. Anybody else? Clack on their mic on their No, hey, you know what, Drea? I know you got something. Uh, oh, Drea, yeah. Drea's there. Oh, Drea. Jay is sleeping. All right, crispy. Good. Yeah, Mike. Um, I think you totally, man. Um, I feel like they just made the fans more a part of it. Um, it's funny that you even mentioned that because yesterday, um, during the events, I, it was so boring, man. I'm like, they got to spice it up some kind of way. And I had came with the conclusion that, you know, maybe they should have the fans vote on a dunk contest instead of having the same judges up there every year. I feel like they should get some dedicated fans from each, you know, some, for some particular organizations from around the league and sit them up on the panel to judge to get um, the dunk contest and spice it up a little bit, you know. Let me ask you something. If, what if they were to change it a little bit where they make the requirement, if you're going to play in the All-Star game, you got to participate at least in one event on Saturday. Oh, I like that. Yeah, like that'd be dope, it too, voted in. It voted in. Correct. It voted in by the fans. You have to participate. I like that. Well, well first of all, you choose. You, you have choose to what you want. One. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, first of all, that, that skills challenge, I don't know what they're going to do with that skills challenge. The roots, the Cleveland. I liked horses was they that brought though? up for a little bit. That, yeah. that, that, but that whole skill, I mean, that was like such a waste of time. It's such a waste of space. He, I mean, look, it was just horrible. Like the, there was no creativity on the dumps. They, they, it was no athleticism on the dumps. Like, well, see now what it is is now, like you said, the 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 players that are signing up actually just they just want to get known. They just want their name out there. So they just want to get on that roster. They just want to get on the list so they can say they're in the dunk contest and compete. It's so, it's so different. I, I think you're right. And I, I think something along those lines, but you know, I mean, the all-star game, 
for years was a joke. The scores, nobody cared who won or lost. Then they started adding some money for charity. And now, at least towards the end of each quarter, you get some competition. Maybe they need to, to you're right, they don't want to take that L. But maybe if the W is so effing great, Right. That that's worth it. I mean, how could a LeBron not participate if it's a million dollar prize for the dunk contest? But but you know, and and I'll tell you what, you know, these bottom roster guys, it's going to be hard for them to get in there if a player can possibly make a million, maybe second place is seven fifty and thirds five hundred, so it's not less. Who knows? But you start putting something like that together for charity or something, and that's what they did for the All Star game, and it seems to work. Seems no, but to- see, the biggest thing they did for the All Star is that they actually. Pick their teams. That and, helped and, too, and that that helps a lot too because now you, this dude literally created his roster, you know, on people that he like wanted to play with his friends, mm-hmm. all that other stuff. And I look, so how about I the, loved, the top loved, three point I, shooting percentage guy in the league is to pick the three point right, shooters, right? And I love and I, <laughs> that he plays against. I mean, I think it was horrible, <laughs> but funny as hell. The shade that James Harden got, you know, from from Durant. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. and 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 it was real. You know, of course, you had the the poking the fun. You know, with uh, Barkley, he was calling it out. You know, all that stuff it makes it fun. You know, yeah, and man. it puts another fire on Harden, right? Like to make to want to go and give it to him because mm-hmm. you know those little small things makes him more like competitive and things yeah. like that. But yeah, man, like um, we got we got to do something to get rid of it. Anybody else from Clubhouse have a comment? Last comments of the night. I think I think for the dunk contest, what can save it is getting these outside outside dunkers. That's that's not a part of the NBA. Get yeah. like these professional dunkers you be seeing, like these street ball dunkers that you see that do amazing dunks and incorporate them. I don't know, have them like team up with a, a NBA player or a, you know, I don't know. But it, it, I don't you think know that we, might I be cool actually. Can, yeah, that, that might be cool well, actually to it? make a because they usually only use a prop or a second person anyway. So what if you actually did that and team up players and they have to compete together as a team for a dunk contest? Yeah, yeah, I think they. What was you that got year? one minute? And we're closing the show. Okay, Go ahead. There, there was there was that one year where it was like a street dunker and he was at he dunked on the on the day of the game. And all the NBA players are like, oh, it was I forgot that dude's name. But yeah, that that actually I think would be dope too, because mm-hmm. look, we, we already seen you jump over somebody. We already done seen you. And then then what is that? Oh, that's not an attempt because they didn't touch the rim. Like, like what are we doing? Look, after we once we already know what you're gonna do, you got one more chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the worst. Watch him go again and again because <laughs> the, the surprise is gone. Okay. You know, and that dude, he he was trying to do the uh uh, Vince Carter, Doug, we're putting this hole. He didn't even get up that high. Dude, like, no, man. Just don't, lay it don't up. try it if you can't do it. Just lay it up. Just yeah. lay it up. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Marco, we've been waiting so long to get you to the studio. Thank you so Marco, much. This was awesome. We'll be doing this more often. To everybody watching, thank you so much for joining the Profanity Nation podcast. Again, we are live every Sunday night at 8.30 p.m. Yes, you can catch us on Instagram and Facebook. And, of course, our podcast audio comes out every Tuesday. And that you can catch everywhere on any podcast platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, you name it, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're there. If you love the show, be sure to download us. Be sure to go ahead and subscribe. And then leave a review because uh, we love those. And we're working on a five-star review on Apple and we'd love to keep that right. uh, but be honest we want to hear honest we, we're not afraid to take that Marco will you do us a favor everybody likes to keep up to date with what you got going on because you give us so much good information will you let everyone know how to do that yeah you guys are welcome to follow me on Instagram at Marco A. Nunez 17 or subscri- subscribe to my YouTube channel at Evolve Athletic Performance alright awesome. yes, on behalf of my boy Money Mike Stat Pat Marco Nunez I'm Simsta thank you guys thank you for joining us we'll be back next week have a good one peace 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 Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And Stat Pat to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster. He putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation. We running the town. Yeah. It's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation.